Getting split Getting ready. split Getting ready. split ready. Getting split ready. For my wife. God rest her soul. Oh God, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. She's not dead. <laughs> We're just divorced. Unscripted and honest discussions on divorce and separation. Getting split ready. What was I supposed to tell him? I divorced you from the show. Here's your hosts, Doug Katz and Mariah Pleasant. All right, welcome everybody to Getting Split Ready, our August show. Oh, is it August? No, July. Is it July or August? This is our July show. July. July. Look at because we're right on the cusp of August. I'm a, I'm a mortgage guy, so I always think about the month ahead. Um, but this is our safety show. We're going to talk about four aspects of safety during divorce and separation: physical safety and security, internet safety and security, mental safety, and monetary financial safety. Our guests on our panel today, we're getting great guests. We've got Joe Markovich. I said that right, right? Yep. All right, good. From JCMA, he's the CEO and an IT professional, knows a ton about uh, internet and internet safety. So I'm really looking forward to hearing what he's got to say. Um, but we got to move on because we've only got so much in the We're coming back to you on the mental part. So I want I want you to, to um, to, to, to keep thinking in that direction, but we're gonna pivot real quick, talk a little bit about the internet, right? Because you were talking a little bit about it from social media and all of that, but really everybody's lives right now are in, it, you know, they're, they're, you, everything you do is tied to the internet, right? So your email, your, of course, your social media, your phone, you know, everything is there. So I want to turn it over to Joe and start a conversation about when you're when you're in this situation and you're breaking up a couple, uh, not breaking up, well, when you're breaking up as a couple, we don't break up couples. When you're breaking up as a couple, what are some considerations that people should have um, with respect to internet safety? Well, I liked, what Angel- I liked what Angeline said about the core people because there's all those privacy settings and social media. Let's use social media example. There's all those privacy settings, use them, you know, and don't broadcast. We have this, this tendency to broadcast everything we do. Stop, like stop doing it. You're basically just, basically you say you're, you're leaving the front door open with a big giant open sign pointing to it that says, come in, like stop doing it. Like that's, that's controllable. You can stop doing that or at least, minimize it as much as you can because you were just you you are opening up that's also getting into the physical security because like you're posting that you're not at home well someone's watching your house and then now guess what they know right. you're not home you know things like that and like well, and the ability to set somebody off we were talking about you know uh high conflict divorces and volatile spouses or ex-spouses them seeing you up with uh with another with another person would probably not be the best thing in terms of lighting a fuse Right. <laughs> right. It may not even be a significant other. It could be a picture of you out with two or three friends. There's one person that sparks the interest or the jealousy of the other person, and it might not even be someone you're involved with, but that can get the ball rolling. Um, yeah, and I had also written some notes about, like, you know, everything about yourself is on the Internet. You just do a search in your name, and you find everything and it's even down to places you've been or you know you wrote a review about something whatever it's just uh, mariah called it the spidey sense and it is like the spidey sense like you know taking those extra couple of seconds to think do i really need to do this because again someone's going to find it out on the internet which is the simple search on google bing whatever 
like just being really careful of what you're putting out there because all of that's traceable back. All of so, it. Every, every what about of it. what about things like passwords? You know, we were talking a little bit on, on my segment about ring cameras, uh, security cameras, and things like that. Well, those are hackable, right? Same right. kind of thing. So, what are some considerations for stuff outside of social media? You know, in terms of people's uh, technology safety. So everything has a password, but you need to make it sure that it's a secure password. It's got to be, and everything now, most everything, I would say about everything, um, has the two-factor authentication or the multi-factor authentication where you have to have a second form of security. It's a text message. It's an app you download from Google or Microsoft. You need to use those. You have to have that second, because every password is breakable. Like password, the password is a risk all by itself. You need to set up the two-factor authentication for everything on top of using a secure password. So a secure password is like, you know, 12 characters. As you keep adding characters to a password, once you get over, I think it's over 10, it starts to get exponentially impossible for um, a person to figure that out. And the computer would take like decades to try and figure it out. So you've got to have the capital letter, the symbol, number, and not just like, you know, the five, like the five uh oh, we're losing you. So I think he's saying one, two, three, four, five, six is not a good one. Yeah, that'd be a bad one too. Yeah, that's that's a, <laughs> that's a bad one too. What was that? In Spaceballs, the uh, his luggage was one, two, three, four. Yes. Oh yeah! Don't use your birthdays. Don't use family names. Don't you? You know, none of those things. Nothing easy. Nothing common words either. You just because there's there's software that just sits there and will just try, 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 try. And then even if it gets it, if you have the second layer of security, well, nothing can get that except you. Just don't lose your phone. That's the one thing with the second level of security is usually on your phone. Don't lose your phone, like for sure. And even, oh, that's a good, a good point to bring up too, is on your phone, make sure that your phone's got a passcode on it at least. At least a passcode or face ID, you know, at least one of them. Because I do know a lot of people that don't even have a passcode on their phone. It's just no. not wide open. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, we when we were building Split Ready as a company, we talked a lot about um, safe browsing because some of our clients have not yet necessarily gone all the way down the road yet. So talk a little bit, if you could, for a minute about kind of managing that and managing, figuring out a good way to keep private what needs to be private during a time when you're getting information. So the, the browse, so of course everything's tracked in the browser of what, you, what you're going to do, the site you're going to, whatever. So that's like the big thing of like clearing the cache, clearing the website you visited, clearing um, clear the cookies out, which has its own other set of issues when you do that because if passwords are, or like tokens are stored in the cookies, like for your online banking or like, you know, the, the power company, whatever. But clearing all that out is just, it's in the settings menu of usually all the browsers and just there's a button that says delete all the history. So you delete the history. Or um, what about VPNs? So those are okay, but. Stop. What about what? Virtual private networks. So it's um, a, you're basically, what you're doing is you're creating like a secure tunnel around your connection and then you're using that to go out and browse places and it's supposed to be like like corporations use that when they want people to log in remotely from home but it needs to be secure especially now during covid 
Um, but it has to be secure so that everybody, like company data is not going to potentially be snooped on or whatever. Okay. So there's companies out there that make these like pieces of software that is supposed to say like, okay, we're going to like secure your connection on the internet while you're browsing away. So nobody can snoop like outside of like outside on the internet. Nobody can snoop of what you're doing. They're fine. And there's lots of people that believe in that, but I don't use it because well, one, I don't care what people see that I'm doing, but two, I don't like everything has a backdoor to it and those have a backdoor to it too. So nothing is like infallible of like, it's going to always work. It's just, it's not there because if it was, we would all be uh, robots instead of humans and we would never have to worry about security because it wouldn't be in our program. Hey, could you move your mic up? I, it's hard to hear you right now. Do you, do you have a mic? I've got the... Much better. There oh, you go. there we go. We were losing okay. you. You have such oh, great stuff that. today, we don't want to lose you. Um, so yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a huge believer in like those VPNs, like for the, like the, you buy, like you pay the subscription, like that, you know, 50 bucks a year or whatever it is. I'm not a huge believer in that. You just have to be some, um, I think it was Angeline, it was you, you were talking about like common sense. A lot of it's just common sense too. just like, just be careful what you're doing and, you know, clear out or, uh, clear out everything you're worth, like all the browser history and all that. The one thing about doing that, though, too, is that someone's going to know you did it because all of a sudden, like, there'll be no saved websites and, like, everything loads slower because the cache has all been deleted. So mm -hmm. someone's going to know that you're hiding something, though. Well, no, or you just need a Bible backstory that things were running slow and you know, I looked in <laughs> this particular site said you have to clear the cache and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Couldn't you just search in incognito mode when you're searching? Wouldn't that help? It... it it sort of helps only in the thing that like it's blocking all those like tracking requests that websites do to know who you are to like serve you ads. So that's incognito is like, it's okay for that, but you still have, would still have the browser history though. Like the browser history still shows up. So um, that's more for like, you don't want the, the websites to track that you've been there. What about encryption? Talk a little bit about that. Cause you might be having, correspondence with somebody and you want the information to stay safe. So anything like when you're using like the free public email, so like Gmail, Yahoo, AOL, um, there's a couple others I can't remember. So all of that is basically you're just, the best way to say it is you're throwing a paper airplane in the air and whoever catches it, catches it. So if you're sending anything, anything that's, you know, personal or you don't want prying eyes emails not the best way to send it so there's there's plenty of options of those like you know online file storage places that are that say that like you know we can let's give you a bunch so i have to plug what i do so i sell microsoft products and the microsoft products even for consumer um that is all encrypted end to end so if you're gonna if you're going to share something with someone or you need to keep some documents secure so the OneDrive, like everybody basically has an Office 365 account because they need to use Word and Excel and probably PowerPoint. So all of, all of that is um, encrypted already, uh, but they give you even just the free account, it's five gigabytes of storage that you just set up in a matter of like, you know, a couple of minutes and it's set up and you can at least share that and it's encrypted from Microsoft. Is that like a, that becomes a document vault? 
basically because one of the nice features so one of the nice features of um your office 365 subscription that comes with the software is um there's a thing in there called personal vault and personal vault has like another wall of security and encryption on top of what like what the the, the cloud storage already has so you have to have a second form of authentication to look at the documents so like a pin code or from an app um, it only lets you in, and if it detects that there's been inactivity for like 15 or 20 minutes, it, st it locks you out again. Losing you again. Oh, and you have to re-log in. Sorry, this is my. I'm getting you one of these, man. This is. I I know. I need a real gun. I borrowed a real microphone, son. not my gym headset. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so it it they put an extra level of security around it, and they also then you're it's like a time time sensitive access, so you only get 20 minutes of like idle time and then it locks you out and you have to re you have to re-log in to access so that could be like your passport or your driver's license or if there was like you know financial stuff you want to keep secured so this feature is part of your subscription that you know you you see it but they don't really like it's not really like a hundred percent talked about when you like sign up or everything but it's there so it's a it's better than sending over email like don't send really anything personal over email what is that called again? It's called it's it's OneDrive from Microsoft. So all the so if you if you don't have an Office 365 subscription, it's five gigabytes and it's free. And it there's no cost at all. If you do have an Office 365 subscription to get the applications, then you get OneDrive as part of it, just a bigger, a bigger OneDrive. It's one terabyte. But there's this feature in there called Personal Vault, and it is um, like an extra level of security around like the really critical stuff in your life that you could save up there. And it's also accessible on your phone too. It's the same, um, it's the same encryption, but it's just through the phone app instead. Now, what about, are there any good messaging apps that you would recommend? There's a ton out there. I know the kids change it all the time, but are there any messaging apps where if you were if there were people who were helping you through your divorce, if you wanted to be able to communicate and not have it out there, are there any of those you'd recommend? There's so many of them that you just take your pick, you know, the, and they're all secure. But yeah, they're secure in, in, well, security is also what you want to believe in too. So if you think it's secure, it's going to be secure, but there's so many out there that you just, you basically take your pick, you know, there's, uh, text message is probably the worst because that's unencrypted and that's just that goes out just over the public network. So text message is probably the worst. And I would say that I can't make a recommendation, honestly, because there's too many. You know, somebody may use WhatsApp. Somebody may use um, Facebook Messenger. Somebody may use. Um, no, but is Facebook Messenger secure? Nothing is really secure. Is that but, um, but Facebook You're message. crushing my illusion, man. I, I know. I'm sorry. I have to bring you back to reality, Doug. Um, and the uh, Facebook Messenger is, it's there because, again, a lot of people use it because they're on Facebook. So it's like it's an app. You just pop the app open and start now, talking. Now, which ones, you know, and again, I just know partly what I know because I got two teenagers, but there are some where the messages disappear, right? Yeah, like Snapchat does that. And um, oh, I can't think of the other one. See, as you can tell, I don't use any of these because right. like, like I'm old school. Well, I'll just pick up the phone and call. So then you need a burner phone. 
Yeah, then you mm -hmm. gotta have a burner phone. Right. So I'm, yeah, you, no, I was just getting caught up on my Better Call Saul. <laughs> he was selling burner phones. And I'm like, that's a great episode. Um, no, that's great, great input. And if people want to get hold of you, now I know we 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 use you. You do a great job for us. So you guys do great work for businesses, uh, end to end. You know, technology and and the the marketing stuff. But um, if anyone has any questions for you, can they reach out to you? Yeah, it's uh, the best way to get us is it's our email. It's hello, H-E-L-L-O, -L -L -O, at J-C-M-A-I-N-C dot com. Okay, great. And we'll probably have that stuff up on where we host the podcast. So just say one quick thing about the technology, though, is what I'm constantly surprised as this, and we've known you for a couple of years, Joe, is that all of the things, a lot of the things that I call you up and say, hey, can I do this? Can, is there a program that does this? And you're always like, yeah, it's in Microsoft. You already pay for it. <laughs> like, oh, really? Tell me about that. And so it's oh, so as you know, you're looking at document vaults, or you're looking at you know how do I make this file for my lawyer? And sometimes lawyers have their own software, and there's other things out there that you can pay for. A lot of us have it already, right? Like we just don't know that we have it. Around. Right. So we're gonna get you to write some blogs for us, Joe, and explain to yes. me. Yes. You said something about uh, Facebook privacy settings, and in my head, I'm like. Yeah, I don't think I use those at all the way I should probably use them.